It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James is here. The opinions are wrong. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on recovery on vacation. Shun, 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 shun. Episode 162 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Dennis, don't drink. Dennis, don't drink on your cruise. But what if there's an open bar? Then drink. I'll All be right. losing money if I don't drink. You bring up you bring up a really important fact that I think we should come clean about something, Dennis. Okay. Right now, at this very moment, Thursday, the Thursday before what is it? The Thursday before Halloween. What is that? The twenty sixth? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Where are you right now? I am out in the middle of the Caribbean in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, no, you fell off the ship? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that you're, would be you're terrifying. You're on that Disney cruise ship. So yeah. we are recording this while you are laying in my bed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a, week, a week before, which gives us time to talk about how you think the next, the, instead of the next. The last seven days of how it is, I guess we'll future cast, right? Yeah. So uh, I will start with you because this this topic, uh, recovery on vacation, is going to be one that you're going to be able to experience for the very first time on a cruise ship in recovery. Yeah. So how do I think, like, what are my plans this week? We'll make God laugh. Um, yeah, I'm going on a cruise. Uh, by the time you hear this, like Mike mentioned, I'm going to be in the middle of the Caribbean. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I'm going with my parents. Uh, last time I went on a cruise, I went with my parents as well. And this was years and years and years ago, but, uh, I was drinking still then. I remember drinking like throughout the cruise, you know, especially like at night, I'd go to the bar. I'd be the only one at the bar on this cruise and get like a drink or whatever. Uh, This time, you know, I'm not worried about it. I think, uh, you know, I have over five years now. I don't know if I've been on a vacation vacation. Well, no, I have been on a vacation since I've been in recovery. So I think it's just going to be normal. Um vacation stuff i'm gonna go i'm gonna see some sites in the bahamas and disney's castaway key and then hang out with my parents you know um watch some shows and stuff like that um i think it's gonna be fun that's my prediction um i'm sure i'll get a lot of time with my father which is always kind of 
awkward because, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, our relationship wasn't the best for most of our years, but it's obviously gotten better in the last five years or whatever. And, you know, so I think having these little times where it's just me and my dad doing something is always healthy, you know. You refer to him as Peaches, please. Yeah. No, (laughs) I can't. My peaches has to be boarded up in a freaking like kennel type. What? That's place. your father. I still think it's funny that Dennis, his like his dad's pet name is Peaches, and Dennis <laughs> is his cream. So whenever they're talking, <laughs> your his his mom goes, "Oh, there's Peaches and Cream over there. Cream <laughs> of the crop." <laughs> and then his dad says, "I'm the crop." Uh, I think it's so sweet. None of that's true. Peaches is my dog. What? Yeah. You're that's... my dog. You're... Yeah. It's it's <laughs> like Randy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> what else? <laughs> I don't think there'll be I don't think there'll be AA meetings on a Disney cruise. What do you think? I don't I know. I was wondering Disney that cruise. too. There is. What? There is? Okay, so originally, cool. I I sent this because you guys haven't been on a cruise in recovery. I've been on several. I will admittedly say the last cruise I went on, I did not go to. It was a short one, and I didn't go to the Friends of Bill meeting on there. But every other cruise I've gone on, I've stopped through. Usually, there's one or two people that are uh, that are in there. So. The way a cruise ship works is different than another vacation where you would have to actually go and travel, probably get in your car to go to a meeting. They usually will have something like a library or a spot that no one else usually goes in. And they will have every day or every other day, they will have friends of Bill W. It will say in the itinerary on the ship. So if you look for that, Friends of Bill W., that is a, a sign that, oh, there's a meeting going on. And they, most ships, I went on a Disney ship before where it was just me and another guy that had at the time, I think he had like seven years and I had like a year and a half. So I was new in sobriety, but I went and I met up with him and we would see each other on the ship and give like a nod and it held me accountable and made me feel like I wasn't alone. So AA really is everywhere, you know, Um, maybe I'll try to find that and see if there is one. Yeah. So I would, uh, I would, I would say for sure they will have it. Um, And it will be right. They used to be a lot more. uh, What's the word? Conspicuous inconspicuous. I don't know the difference. Uh, where they would have it posted on a like pushpin bulletin board near the lobby of the ship. And then they ended up just going, you know what, who cares? We'll put it in the itinerary. And sometimes people that just want to do everything that is on the itinerary will show up. And then they're like, Oh, this is that kind of a meeting. Okay. (laughs) So then they leave and it's a little awkward. You know, because it's, <laughs> you know, like it's somebody and they're like, 
they show up and they got like a beer in their hand and they're like, oh, <laughs> I forget what ship that was. I think it was a, a Royal Caribbean that I went on. And I kid you not, it was somebody that came in. They had a drink in their hand. And I'm like, uh, oh, looks like somebody went and tipped the ship, you know, like somebody went back out. And they, they just I, I, didn't know. I could see me like years and years ago just drunk on a cruise ship and be like oh there's an aa meeting let's go and check it out just for the laughs but i i mean i still don't think a lot of people before i was in the rooms i didn't know bill w like if i saw a friend of bill w i would have no idea so i don't know how many people even would know yeah what do you think did you know did you guys know before coming in well, the rooms if you saw a friend of bill w would you know what that was no i don't know maybe not i was exposed to like aa and na like when i was like 15 or whatever when i was in rehab so okay. i might i would have recognized a symbol or something but i don't know if i would have recognized bill w you'd have to go back you'd have to go back in time and i think to be fair before that so like before you were 15 and you had that experience no, I think, definitely not. Yeah. I wouldn't have known. I mean, you you would have to watch a TV show that was based with scenes in recovery, I think, to have any idea, any of that. Or in the last 10 years, I feel like there have been so many documentaries that I see pop up that are actually called like Bill W. So maybe it's a lot more now. Yeah. Than it was. Well, there's been a lot of shows and sitcoms and just like certain character arcs in shows the recovery mm-hmm. i feel like recovery is like all over the tv now i mean it's so cool it's a cool thing totally radical we're, we're totally radical the only way it'd be better is if you know we were uh vegan vegetarian gluten uh you know allergic to gluten and then we would check off all of them right so with that what are y'all doing yeah. this week? <laughs> james what are your goals what do you got uh, as far as vacationing, uh, as far like, as the, the, this week, the, yeah. What do you think the week's going to look like? Oh, so I, um, I'm actually, my son's birthday is this Sunday. So my goal is to get down and see him uh, after church on Sunday and I get him a cake or something and just spend some time with my boys and probably get a, a hotel for the night and um, come back um, the next morning. Um, I, uh, my wife said she'd go with me. Uh, we did run into an issue where she has to work Monday morning at 11, so she was going to try to get her shift covered to um, today. So right now... If we don't want to, you know, check out at five in the morning and drive home, which is still not that bad, I think that would be a good goal just to surprise, surprise the kids. Yeah, that's what I got going on. So we'll see if that happens. If not, no big deal. I'll, um, I'll plan for a, a longer trip next time. So that's a mini vacation. It is. That'll go right into our topic. I won't drink with my children. <laughs> nice. Wait. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go, James. Indeed. Proud of you, you, buddy. 
I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be hanging around a lot of drunks at a three day country music festival this upcoming weekend. Is it this weekend? It's this weekend. Wait, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Uh, I mean, when this airs, it'll be oh. last Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But yeah, it's coming yeah. up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Are you, are you gonna have a tent? So in years past, I did something. I mean, it's really camping. They call it glamping because there's beds and they have one of those uh, makeshift like air conditioners that will blow inside. So it's like nice enough, but there's still bugs that crawl in and, you know, like all sorts of stuff. And if you don't know how to actually operate one of those, uh, the roll up air conditioner type things like i did last year i put the exhaust blowing actually inside the tent oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it was it was you know it wasn't my fault it was set up right and then there was a storm that came through and they zipped up the tent and i didn't realize the flap was zipped up so it was just taking the air inside that was hot and cycling it through and the just the gases of it was just it was just not good so um (laughs) so i i am uh staying at actually in celebration at the malia celebration orlando uh that's on erlo bronson yep they Um, got good pizza there i love their pizza there so i'm wait i just for the for the three-day event you'll be staying at the malia yeah i will Oh, yep. you'll be my neighbor. Where so, where's the event at? <laughs> so that's what I was gonna uh, get to. It's in um St. Cloud. I don't I don't mean I I don't mean to come off like I don't appreciate it. I truly do. And it is less driving than you know by like 10 minutes, but it's still 30 minutes away. Yeah. So I'm gonna be driving 30 minutes away to get there and uh you know, like I said, I, I'm fortunate and thankful and everything else. The pros and the cons. You know, I could breathe in, you know, uh, you know, dirty air conditioned tent air and stay on property or, you know, drive 30 minutes away or drive 40 minutes away and, and stay home. So, um, well, the, the millennia is a nice place. So at yeah. least they put you up nice, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be I think it'll be fun. And uh, it's like a little I'm going to look at it like it's a little vacation. Um, and it's funny that it only takes a couple 24 hours to wear. And actually, it's not time. It's the experiences, because I know people that have been sober 30 years and don't put themselves in any experiences that surround anyone that's drinking. Um, and they can't imagine you know it like they would be like oh my god that many people drunk around you how do you handle it and i think it just comes down to i know that alcohol is not the problem i was the problem so somebody else drinking a lot and letting their hair down so to speak what does that have to do with me you know i don't care honestly now it makes me appreciative that i'm not drinking anymore when I see somebody that's drunk and like acting really dumb and stupid, I'm like, thank, you know, I thank my lucky stars, you know, and I flip through my phone and look at pictures of my friends that I've made, like you guys in the rooms and my daughter and the experiences I have with her. 
I mean, sure as anything, if I thought that it was worth being at a country music festival and breaking my sobriety, I would lose all that stuff. You know, I don't want to deal with any of that. You know, none of that's worth it. So, but I will say the first, I don't know, the first little bit, the first couple of years, it was still like, ah, why can't I have it all? Because who wouldn't want it all? You know, um, but it it's gonna uh, it's gonna be really fun. You know, I'm not projecting in a negative way, and it feels uh, feels good doing that. So our vacation, buddy, yay, Dennis, yay, vacation. So how long is the cruise? How long are you going away? It's uh four <clears throat> four days, five or four days, three nights, or I don't know how it works. I'm leaving on Monday and coming back Friday. Okay, so as far as vacations in recovery, what four have you nights, done, five days. What have you done the last five years as far as vacations that uh, you plan on bringing with you, physically or mentally, as tools uh, to help you enjoy the time that you have? Uh, the only like real vacation I can think of at the moment is when I went to Thailand when I went with my sponsor and our friend Jarrett, um, then we didn't do really any recovery stuff. Like we didn't go to a meeting. We tried to get to a meeting in a city that was kind of far away. But then when we were in that city, it ended up being the wrong day. We got the day wrong. (laughs) So we didn't find the meeting, but I was with my sponsor and, my sponsee, my sponsor brother or whatever, you know, we were both sponsored by Mike. So, you know, we talked casually about recovery, like we always do and stuff. And then like, obviously we saw people that were drinking a lot and like even doing mushrooms and stuff. Cause that evidently where we were was a relatively big thing um, that you could just buy in a freaking, you know, shed in the market <laughs> like it's weird but um i don't know i think <clears throat> applying it to any time that i go out or applying the same things to anything that i go out when i go to disney world with like james or anyone or i go uh just out to like holidays or anything like that you know, I always got to apply the same thing. One, like you were mentioning, when I see people that are drinking, you know, especially at Disney World, because I used to drink around the world at Epcot, right? And start in one country and just get progressively drunker. By the time the sun goes down, I'm just like wasted. So when I go to Epcot now and I see that, I have that kind of same feeling that you, that Mike had where, it's like, oh, God, I remember when I was like that. I'm so happy that I'm not like that right now and while I'm experiencing that. And, uh, you know, I think it's a memory. And then, obviously, I take my normal everyday tools, right? So, like, my prayer, meditation, and and stuff like that where, you know, keeping that same routine – you know, like at least the wake up 
routine and the go to bed routine while on vacation helps keep everything in perspective. You know, it helps keep the demons away, I guess, because you, you set up your day in that mindset and you end your day in that mindset. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that even answers your question, but what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) What, what experiences do you use from your past vacations or whatever? Hmm. What do you think, James? Well, um, well, a lot of times when I go on vacations, I go to visit my parents and my sisters and their families, and they're up in Omaha, Nebraska. And um, I remember, um, you know, when I was, I had met my wife, and I think we were together about a year, and I went up for Christmas, and we were drinking. And I, um, I just remember, like, feeling... Just, I just remember raiding my parents' medicine cabinet under their sink, looking for everything. I think I drank every single bit of alcohol in their house. My mom was like, "What? What's going on with you?" I remember grabbing a bottle of rum from under the sink. My sister's friend was picking me up. You know, they were like probably like twenty-one, just young, and she was driving, and I was sitting in the back drinking a bottle like just completely out of my mind. I remember getting so drunk and sick and that whole vacation was just, you know, I I remember even getting in it into it with my mom and my dad got so mad at me. And, um, you know, that was me going on vacation with no solution, completely out of my mind. And then fast forward to, you know, after maybe, uh, eight months of sobriety. I'm working on my amends. I go up there and, um, and it was night and day, you know, I, I got to pay my sister back money. I'd borrowed. I talked to my parents. I told them how much I love them, how, you know, sorry that they had to watch their son go through this and, um, finding meetings to go to, uh, my mom even going to one of the meetings and sitting in, and of course, her chiming in. I'm like, okay, mom, that's enough. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, but just having um, and remembering it being just fun, and being able to go to the 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 bar with my dad to shoot some pool while he has a beer and I have a, a diet coke. You know, and um, and I, I truly believe that by the changing of my mind and and putting God first, uh, I can go anywhere and experience all of the beautiful locations on earth, um, and, and be present in those locations. I think vacations are amazing because they're, they're not the norm. So you're experiencing everything for the first time or a little bit differently. So it's, you're, you're present for those moments and being mentally awake, it's just how you can truly experience it and and bring it bring it home so in my experience you know by going to two different locations and two different stages in my life um it is so much better to be you know in active recovery and seeking to really please god and and be a good human being so that's what i got thanks Nice. Thanks, James. Right. Way to go. Um, so I've gone 
I've gone on quite a few, I guess, I would consider vacation any time that you're really spending a night away from from home. So whenever I would do an early sobriety, even trips to see, uh, at the time, my grandfather, I, I remember one, my grandfather-in-law, he he used to drink like a fish. He was like in his well into his nineties at the point when I got sober, he's almost a hundred now and he's still kicking. And when I quit drinking, it was funny because he was always, I mean, it was that generation, whenever I would hang out, he's like, Oh, can I get you something to drink? And he would have like the full bar and, you know, a bunch of random he would always have, you know, random beers just in his fridge that when people would come over, they would bring a six pack and, you know, drink three and leave three, which didn't make sense to me because whenever I would go to somebody's house and bring beers, I would make sure I took them with me. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not leaving any alcohol here. I'm going to make sure I drink them all or I'm taking them with me. Um, but he would always have that. And when I quit drinking, he would offer me a drink and I'd say, no, I got my iced coffee. I'm good. And then the next morning, so say we went on a Friday, we would wake up Saturday morning and I would say, well, I got, I'm going to go to a meeting and I would go away for like an hour, hour and a half, come back. And he's like, yeah, you're always working, huh? You always got those work meetings. And I explained to him where I was going and the first time I was really nervous, but I knew that even if I was on vacation, I needed to make sure that I made the effort. And when I told him, he's like, that's really great. He's like, that's awesome. I'm glad you're glad you're doing that. Um, I wish he said something to the effect of, I wish I had the courage to do that. Um, and I was kind of blown away by it, you know, and I, always remember that because if I didn't, if I don't, first of all, remind myself that and, and tell that at a meeting or in front of other people, um, they might not realize the importance of taking time to do it. And then also having the courage to, when somebody asks you, when it's, you know, somebody that you're close to, maybe not in a business setting, right. But like family, that you, you explain why you're doing it because it will change somebody's perspective, you know? So there's a lot of negative connotation that I think some people have about recovery, um, but it can be a really great thing, you know, uh, when it's shared like that, you know, I've gone on cruises before and I told that story about, you know, somebody coming in with a drink, not knowing what friends of bill meeting um, was and different things. Uh, AA is everywhere, you know, and recovery is everywhere. And some sometimes meetings on vacation, if you are in a setting where you're in a remote destination and it's just one alcoholic meeting with another, you know, um, you talked about Dennis, how there was probably no exact memory that you have about having like definite recovery conversations while you were on that vacation in Thailand but it was actually just experiencing with other people that are also uh, walking that same journey with you, you know, because if anything did happen, then you would have 
you would know that somebody else would probably be able to identify with what you're going through, you know, and have a solution that might work out. So I think that's really what it's all about. And sometimes there's meetings where I went and visited my uh, father once in Massachusetts. So I drove four and a half hours, went and saw him for a weekend and they had a meeting and it must've been an old meeting list because there was no meeting there. Um, and I'm like, what, like, what am, what am I supposed to do? And I just went on YouTube and I typed in AA speaker meeting and I sat in my car for an hour and I listened to um, the actor John Larroquette give an hour long uh, speaker talk about, you know, going through, going uh, through a tough time in drinking and then entering this way of life. You know, and it was great. It was still something that I remember. And it was just if I didn't have that chance to do that, there's probably a hundred hours or more that I've listened to since then, um, just on YouTube. You know, and that was just a suggestion from somebody in my fellowship that had been in the similar situation where, you know, it's just making the intention of um of staying sober, you know. John and that's it. John I think that's that's what I got. Court. What's this? John Larroquette from Night Court. That's it. That's it, buddy. I remember that guy. Yeah. Yep. So I think uh, that's it. Dennis, did you have anything else that you wanted to add in before we wrap up? I don't know. Have y'all ever been on a vacation where y'all were like tempted or like in a rocky situation? No. Yes. And that's that's why I think bringing um, if you if you don't know, we'll find out if you get the Wi-Fi package um, as a part of it. If not, go I high. really hope I do. I would go old school and I would bring um, bring a big book or, or something, uh, you know, to thumb through. Why don't we you know? if he's got the Wi-Fi package, let's do a, a spontaneous um podcast maybe like a 15 minute one to check in to see how he's doing oh that would be fun that would be cool all right we'll find out that's that's what we'll we'll do yeah just you know i i would definitely say i would advise you because there's probably been i don't know in the last what do i have now what did i just grab was that eight years jesus yes um <laughs> you old you really forget after a while um it was like i've probably been on like five five cruises that they all have friends of bill w meetings and i would say even if you don't go to the second one or third if they have three during that time go to the first one because it it feels really good walking around the ship and you'd think oh there's so many people i won't run into the same person again but odds are you will yeah, I mean the ships are pretty small when all things considered when you're I mean, trapped yeah, in the middle of the pro- ocean. There's probably probably three to four thousand people on that one. Yeah. You know? And But that's not a lot of people when you think it's, about it. It's kind it's kinda cool. It's kinda cool to know that, you know, um somebody else has, you know, the same superpower that you do. You know? So pretty awesome so yeah i I would advise both those things and we'll definitely check in with you yeah i definitely would like 
see if I can find it and whatnot. If not, we won't miss you. I know you won't. Just kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's rude. That's really rude there, James. Indeed. That's hard. That's hard. Okay. Well, good. Good episode, guys. Huh? Yeah. 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 We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you with episode 163, where the defective character is entirely right to have all these character defects removed. Remember, while on vacation, be grateful for the day or moment at hand. And we'll see you next time. Let's go. Woohoo!